Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a podcast show that connects you with the people you love in a real and authentic way. Through storytelling, our aim is to inspire you to live your happiest, healthiest and most fulfilling life. We'll give you practical tools, life-changing rituals and a fresh perspective to fuel your health, wellness and mindset goals. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Welcome to your monthly dose of astro goodness with our resident astrologist, Christy Gray. Christy is deeply passionate about connecting you with your higher self through the power of astrology. Christy joins me for the first Monday of every month to give you a high vibe dose of astrology to help guide and support you on the month ahead. Here's Christy. We are back. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be with you again. (laughs) It literally feels like so, so long since I have seen you and since our last episode and I'm so ready for today. How are you? Do you know what? I'm so ready for today and I'm so glad we didn't sit down to record this episode earlier because it has been like a cosmic hailstorm of so much happening and it's like nice to have some lighter energy this week. Oh my goodness, seriously, since our last chat, like, what the bloody hell has happened? I feel like I just got pulled from the most, like, magic, flowy, like, juicy energy into, like, a shitstorm. Like an absolute shitstorm. Like, beyond. Oh my God. Right? (laughs) It's like you ride this wave of like expansion and abundance with astrology, and then all of a sudden something happens and it brings you back down to earth just so you don't get too ahead of yourself. Oh my goodness. I was like, I actually felt so much better once I spoke to you, and you're like, oh no, I've been riding it too. (laughs) Because I'm like, seriously, like, this is so wild. The energy just like collective shifted so quickly. Tell me why, like, let's talk about why that happened. And I guess to give anyone else that's like feeling like us, that little bit of reassurance that like things are getting better. (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, I think if you've tuned into our last couple of episodes, we did, we talked a little bit about eclipse season and Mercury retrograde. And we were actually really lucky that we were in Taurus season because Taurus season did keep us anchored and stable throughout that. It could have been a very different story in another season, but Essentially, um, what happens is we navigate eclipse season, you know, approximately every six months. And um, eclipses are like energetically charged new moons and full moons. And so just like a new moon is like a new beginning and a full moon is like a check-in point, think of those, but like completely amplified. And then we throw Mercury retrograde in the mix. So what can happen is you can feel overly emotional, frustrated, things aren't going your way miscommunication Mm. like like it feels like the universe is throwing you this like like you know when we there's that saying it's like um life is happening for you not to you it it feels like the universe is like dishing you this hand of like here you go deal with this deal with this here's a red flag like and it's almost like you have to pull yourself out of that but it can feel like you're treading water throughout that process oh That's exactly what I felt like I was treading water and it felt like 
everything was getting too much. It was like life admin was like building up and like there was just like time was just like escaping me. And I just remember thinking like, I'm not getting anywhere. Like I'm just treading water and I'm not doing anything and everything's just getting more and more and more and more. And it's like can become such an overwhelming feeling almost, but it was like almost like that collective energy was making me feel that way as well. Like it wasn't supporting me to feel as relaxed and calm and grounded as I had the few weeks before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. It's not like it's just you navigating it. It's everybody's navigating Mm. it, which I think it's almost like we're all in this melting pot together and it can kind of be like, oh my God, something's got to give. I think I put on stories a couple of times on Instagram. It was like my DMs were flooded with sad girl vibes. Like it was sad girl vibes. (laughs) It was so sad because everyone was like, what's going on? What's happening? Can you give me some perspective? And I just was like, this is a big graveyard of tears. (laughs) I love it. That is so funny. (laughs) Sad girl vibes. Well, no more sad girl vibes, hopefully, for Gemini season. But I guess for you personally, like how have the last few weeks, you know, and that transition really affected you personally? Yeah, like I, it's so interesting for me at the moment because I'm actually in Bali and I have, you know, come to Bali for a month to um, write a book and I've been working on this book and it was really interesting because, you know, I knew that it was Mercury retrograde and eclipse season. Like I knew it wasn't going to be this like walk in the park. But I think um, a lot of the things I've been thinking about this year and questioning, like um, what what do I want my life to look like? What is my personal life versus my business life look like? You know, um, Mm. all of the things that are like goals and dreams and wishes that I've maybe been potentially ignoring have been like right in front of me going, okay, you need to deal with this and stop using work as a coping mechanism. And I think the biggest thing for me that kind of came through was like, you're actually trying to do too much. And if you want this dream life that you've been talking about for so long and it's on your vision board, being on the hamster wheel isn't actually going to allow you to do that because you don't have enough space to actually create it. And so I think that that's been a really nice lesson. But for me, I love control and I'm a Virgo. I like things a certain way. And and when, you know, Mercury retrograde comes and goes, no, no, <laughs> that's not how things are going to play out. i got out. other plans. <laughs> yeah, it feels really disconcerting. And so I always, when I'm in those times and I know what's happening in the stars, I do what I can to feel like I'm standing on solid ground. And everyone's different. So for me, that is like, you know, resting and recharging, exercising, eating healthy food. It's the things that help me to fill up my bottom line so that when I'm in those really like shaky moments, it doesn't feel like I have to keep treading water. Does that make sense? I love that you share that. And I think it's so important because even you with all of the knowledge and all of the tools, like still, you know, struggle through these times and have those, you know, like have those moments. And I think that that's what's so important for people to understand is like, even with all the tools, these periods can still be really, really challenging, you know, and you still have to kind of be doing the deep dive and doing the work. It's not like you just get excused from it or the universe goes, oh, you're exempt from this little exercise or period of time. (laughs) 
makes us feel way more connected and that we're actually all human. It doesn't matter what type of Mm. esoteric teacher you love, they're still going to be navigating something probably quite similar to you. What about you? What are some of the things that have come up for you over the last few weeks? I feel like, I just feel like things have felt really hard, if I'm honest. I, 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 it's a, not a nice word to use sometimes, hard, but I mean, it has like things that are easier tasks or things that I know serve me, like saying at least having the house semi-tidy, like I've got kids, so obviously I don't like to ever have the expectation of it being tidy but I mean you know just having it at least tidy that that, that my mind is calm like even stuff like that has just felt so overwhelming and like difficult to do and I feel like it's almost like I get to the end of every day and I feel like I haven't been able to be like proud of anything or feel good about anything it's just felt like oh goodness me like here I go again another day in this like rat race almost or this like on this like groundhog day and that's so unlike me like to and even to sit in that like I don't really sit in that energy I I usually am able to move myself out of it pretty quickly but I've felt quite stuck Mm. in it the last few weeks and then when things haven't been going to plan which is standard, like especially during, you know, um, Mercury retrograde when things haven't been going to plan, like I felt really frustrated by it instead of just letting it be like, oh, it's fine. Like it's, you know, like that doesn't matter. You know, I was meant to have my car service the other week and then I called to see if I could drop it off earlier and she's like, oh, I've got you double booked. Like, oh, you can't come in today. You have to, you know, rearrange all this and like it just – frustrated the hell out of me. I'm like, why is this happening? Like, you know, I've had this booked in for three weeks. Why are you stuffing up my day now? <laughs> like, so those sort of things have just, yeah, I think felt a lot harder than they usually would mm-hmm. during this period. Yeah. 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 And I think too, because of And I think too, so questioning. Yes, totally. And then that questioning of things like, because they're not in flow, it's then made me start questioning, oh, is this right then? Like, am I not listening to my intuition or why does this feel harder? Why isn't this moving the way it should usually does and how easily it usually does? So it's kind of been making me ask questions in that way. But that's so good because that's essentially what this time is for is to ignite curiosity to ask questions, right? Mm. Like, why am I getting frustrated by this? Or if you've had some things come up, like similar to me, where you're questioning, what are your desires? It's not necessarily about taking action. It's about actually asking yourself the question, like what is serving my highest good? Mm. And that can be hard to do because you just want a result because we want instant gratification, but it's about how do you uh, ask questions in the stillness and then find clarity and perspective in that stillness. Oh, I love that. That's great advice. That's really good. So I guess what is ahead? Like what can we expect for June? We've obviously start in June in Gemini season. We move into Cancer, which is my star sign, <laughs> my month to shine, my moment to shine. <laughs> but from what I guess I know about it. They're quite different energies. Am I right in saying that? Gemini are in Cancer? Yeah. yeah. So how are we going to navigate all of that and what can we expect? Well, it's actually really nice because we don't have a lot going on in June. Like 
we're not going to have to navigate <laughs> anything like what we have been in um, April, okay. May. And so things are a little bit lighter. So we kick off um, the month of June moving into Gemini season uh, because Gemini season began on the 21st of May. And Gemini is an air sign and it's mutable, meaning mm-hmm. it's adaptable to change. It's very cerebral. It represents, I, I call it as an archetype, the skillful. It represents curiosity, okay. resourcefulness. It is very much a freedom-loving mm. sign. And so it is. It's about spreading ideas and exchanging information. Uh, I call Geminis our artful communicators of the zodiac. They really represent writing, speaking, teaching. And so look for ways in your own life where you can up-level your communication, you know, whether that's, I don't know, you might enjoy writing. So there could be an opportunity to do some more writing, whether that's for social media or whether that's for a blog that you have, or it could even be journaling to open up that connection with yourself. But it is very much about being curious in your own life. You can network with other people. Mm. Um, What I would say, though, it's not necessarily like for deep dives in higher education. That's Sagittarius, which is opposite Gemini. It's very much about, oh, my goodness, what's happening in like pop culture or social media. It's about just kind of immersing yourself in some fun things, but not feeling like you have to do these deep dive of immersions into all things. Okay, that's kind of nice. That's so refreshing, isn't it? Gemini Let's be honest. Because so some months it can feel a lot. Yeah, okay. I'm excited for that then. I felt such a huge, well, so we're recording this on the 22nd of May, which so Gemini season started technically yesterday as we are recording. And the shift that I even felt energetically was huge. And I feel like I woke up today like, I won't lie, I did have a good six, seven hours sleep last night, so that probably really helped. (laughs) But um, no, I just felt like this completely different energy, you know, even in the kids, like they seemed so much more vibrant and even that bit more playful. Like Georgia was really playful this morning before going to kinder, which it's really nice to see that even in them, kind of those shifts energetically. Um, So that feels good. I'm excited. I'm excited. So what are some things we can do during Gemini season to really kind of start to harness that energy and and embody it a lot more? Yeah. So prioritize connection. That's always the first thing I say, whether connection is with your family, whether it's with your friends, whether it's with your partner, it is very much about how you connect on a deeper level. And I always say like communication is the cornerstone of any relationship. So it is, it's like phone Mm -hmm. your bestie that you haven't spoken to for ages. Don't text her, like call her up and ask her how she is. Like, you know, plan a dinner party, like have fun in life like go and play mini golf like do all these things that you always say you're gonna do but you're actually never gonna do like just enjoy life because that's what Gemini teaches us like every zodiac sign gets a bad rap unfortunately Gemini is one of those signs that does get a very bad rap and it's because Gemini teaches us when something's past its expiry date like our Geminis know like when something has just it's it no longer serves them that's why you don't have to be committed to anything this season it's just like if you get this little Mm. pang this intuitive nudge to do something do it and if you don't like it guess what you actually don't need to do anything to keep going like try a dance class do something fun 
I like that you said mini golf because there's actually a really cool mini golf like <laughs> near our house and I always suggest that to Ryan like oh we should take the kids to mini golf and he just looks at me like I'm actually crazy <laughs> so I'm gonna say now is the perfect time to go and play mini golf <laughs> but, but no I love those yeah. suggestions yeah yeah no totally so stepping into that yeah, yeah, just stepping into that fun and playful energy. The other mm-hmm. thing I would say as well is like Gemini has connections to community too. And so there is this beautiful okay. opportunity to like, it could be like go and attend a yoga class that you have never been to the studio before. Try something new. Look at how you can connect um, with your local community, whether it's trying a new cafe or okay. whether it is actually doing something for a cause you believe in. It's very much about Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to travel far and wide to enjoy the energy of Gemini. It's more about what's actually near you yes. in your neighborhood and how can you, you know, live a little. I love that. That's awesome. Yep, that's so good. And so then when do we see this kind of shift from Gemini season into Cancer? Because that is obviously going to be taking place, you know, throughout June. So when we chat next time, we will still be in cancer season, won't we? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we will, which will be nice because it's your season. So we can celebrate you, <laughs> which is so beautiful. <laughs> I'm just trying to celebrate me now a bit early. <laughs> oh, honey, you should. You're a Leo ascendant like me. Like we need to have that celebration yeah. happening, that energy. We thrive on it. So true. Uh, so cancer season will begin on the 22nd of May. And so um, what I would say is that because it is, it's a very different energy, but each season builds upon the last. So uh, cancer is a cardinal water sign and um, it's an, it okay. does represent initiation. That's what cardinal signs are. Water signs are the most intuitive signs of the zodiac. Cancer season is very hmm. much about nurturing yourself and nurturing your loved ones or a plant or a plant or a pet it's like how you take care of your world but it's also about how you take Mm. care of your internal world like I always say cancer because it's representative of nurturing it's very big on self-care as well and um, Mm -hmm. how you generate safety and security And so what happens is we have this like flirty, playful energy. It's very extroverted with Gemini season. And then cancer season teaches us that you can still have fun and connect and engage with people, but it's also really important that you don't pour from an empty cup. And so it just brings us back down to earths with some introverted energy. And so that's kind of how each season rolls. It's this beautiful dance between how you learn something new and fill your life with a beautiful energy but then also know that there's other things that you need to take care of too and cancer season reminds us of that yes oh I love that that's so nice and I think um it's funny because like obviously June is entering more of that winter months you know if you're in Australia it's obviously going into winter um and so often we do you know our social calendar becomes a lot lighter during those months But I don't know, personally, I'm finding that June's going to be one of like my most social months, like my bestie's getting married. So I've got a hens party and I've got a, you know, a really social work trip planned and like a few things that I'm like, usually June is like pretty quiet for me. But I was like, when you're talking about like having the dinner parties and stuff, I was like, oh, it's such a cool energy to be able to step into and still have that, you know, 
feel good social calendar to be able to kind of really honor that that playfulness and that floatingness and you know fun that is coming with Gemini and then moving on to the end of the month it's I guess a bit more of that restore and recoup and you know really nurturing ourselves again back to you know that that healthy point Mm. yeah and that's a beautiful thing it's finding the dance between the two and so um, when you are aware of the energy and you lean into it, you know that there's always a beginning, a middle and an end. So for our introverts out there or mm. people that like hanging out at home, you know, use Gemini season to kind of get out of your comfort zone because you know that when cancer season yeah. arrives, you can retreat again and recoup your energy before mm-hmm. you go back out in the world when Leo season begins. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I love that. So there's no real, I guess, challenges or that we need to be mindful of in the coming coming weeks. <laughs> I'm not going to see you next time shaking yeah. at my desk. <laughs> Look, as always, we're going to be navigating a new moon and a full moon. We've got an upcoming full moon in Sagittarius on the 4th of June. We've also got a new moon okay. in Gemini on the 18th of June as well. Um, what I would say with both of these lunar cycles is um, I think it, what I would be inviting everyone to lean on the most is don't just move past the lessons you've experienced throughout April, May. Like don't just go, that okay. was a shit show, I'm moving on. Think about what was coming up for you and rather than ignore it, integrate Mm. it, embody it, right? And so say, for instance, for me, I've realized I've been doing too much. So it's really important that like throughout the new moon and the full moon in June, as I'm using those as check-in points to go, okay, am I still honoring my workload? Am I still honoring my rituals and routines? Because otherwise, you're just going to get back on that hamster wheel or you're just going to be repeating those patterns and you'll need to then reassess them when the next eclipse season comes up. And so that's Mm. the beautiful thing is that with this new moon and full moon is there'll be opportunities for check-in points to go, okay, right, Um, you know, what's coming up for me? How am I embodying and integrating my higher self? Now, what I will say is a bit of a caveat. It's nothing to be worried about, but it's just important that you know is that um, Saturn, which Saturn represents how we respond to authority, how we are responsible in our own lives. Um, Saturn represents karma, structure, discipline. Um, Saturn's like the taskmaster of the zodiac. Um, Saturn will be retrograding in Pisces, um, this month but that's okay. nothing to worry about because our outer planets they retrograde every year they're not as okay I suppose they're not like they're gonna they're not like a shit show like Mercury retrograde because they're not as close <laughs> to us so I don't want everyone to like freak out and go oh my god I'm gonna have to repeat the patterns of Mercury retrograde it's not like that at all what I would say though okay. is because Saturn is in Pisces and will be retrograding is that just look for ways that you may have been neglecting your inner world. Like what can you do to focus on cultivating a deeper sense of connection with yourself? And are you committing to your spiritual and creative practices, right? So that could be like Mm. if you are somebody that enjoys meditation and visualization, like was that, did that that fall off the bandwagon over the last few weeks? And how can you make sure you're still committing to your practices, you know? Are you still integrating moving your body, right? And 
all of those things. It's about how do you finesse and optimize. So that will just be something to think about in the background to make sure that you are a priority and you're deserving Mm -hmm. of what fills your cup. Yes, that's such a good reminder because I feel like personally, I've definitely let a lot of the things that serve me that I know and I'm so aware of that serve me to be my best self have completely fallen off the bandwagon. Like I'm totally off them. And it's like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know I should be doing this because it really helps me and it makes me feel really good. But it's almost like this self-sabotage then of like not doing it either. So I feel like that's such a good point, you know, to like just to remind people like to, to get back on it and to prioritize those things. Because sometimes when we have fallen off and we've stopped, getting back on is and doing those things is really hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it is because like we work through in psychology, it's known as like the stages of change model. And what happens is we get back into that like pre-contemplation, contemplation mode where we're thinking about it. We know we need to do it, but it's not enough motivation, inspiration for us to take action. But all you need to do, it's just taking yeah. that first step. And so for me, like this mm. morning, because I haven't worked out for the last couple of weeks and I was like, I'm just going to book and pay for a bar class because then I have to go. Good on you. I did that. And I went once. Yeah. Yeah. But I've just, I've just done that. I've taken action now. And so it makes it a little bit easier the next time. So the same thing for everyone else as well. Definitely. And it's even like, I feel like too, if your routines and your rituals have to look different as well, that's okay. I often get a lot of questions like on Instagram about, oh, how do you find time to meditate? And I'm like, well, I've tried to take a bit more of an approach with things like meditation of like, well, where are my stolen moments? Like when am I in the car, maybe even just for 15 minutes without the kids, like putting on a meditation or if they're asleep in the car, like putting on a meditation and yes, I'm not sitting there in stillness and with my eyes closed, but like just still having that, you know, that flooding my mind and like being in that zone of like concentrating on a meditation over like just music or nothing in the background is still kind of helping me. It's like helping though. It's making those rituals be achievable or like turning my morning showers into a bit of a meditative practice now. So instead of just like standing in the shower, like, you know, thinking about all the things I need to do for the day, it's like, well, how can I make this my meditation practice and really feel the water on my body and like, you know, feel like getting it to release all of those emotions that I might be holding on to. So it's like almost just being a little bit more creative with how those rituals can look if you don't have the time to actually do them the way that you once did or the way that you would ideally love to do them. And can I just say, that is a perfect example of embodying Cancerian energy because Cancer is actually ruled by the moon. And if we think about the moon, the moon moves into a new zodiac sign every two and a half days. Mm -hmm. So anybody that's a Cancer sun or has Cancer in their primary archetypes, which is sun, moon or ascendant, I say you build a menu of services you, whether it's meditation, mm. and that could be walking meditation, shower meditation, sitting on a silk cushion meditation, you know, it could be walking, <laughs> Pilates, yoga, like whatever it is, you build this menu of services and every day you just check in and go, what do I need today to fill my cup? Mm. And every day will yep. be different because the moon is always shifting for our Cancerians. And so that's a perfect example of you, you, you use the word creativity 
right? And how do you find these stolen moments? That's exactly what you should be doing for your sign. Mm, oh, I love that. Fancy, would you know that I'm a cancer? <laughs> Fancy that, eh? <laughs> but no, that's actually been a really big, like that's been something that I really had to work hard at, I guess, figuring out in a way, because it's like, you do think that things need to look a certain way for them to work, I guess, you know, and we often hear these things of like on podcasts or books and self-development, all of those, like, you know, these tools and these being your tools, but yeah, I just think like life moves quick and, you know, sometimes every day is different for people. So how can we expect to, you know, always have the rituals looking exactly the same? And I'm like, you know, if you're an emotional person and like you feel like I'm, you know, I feel my emotions. So like some days I'm just like, oh, you know, I don't actually, like yesterday I went for a walk with, and I was like, I'm not going to take my headphones or my phone. Like I'm just going to just take it in, take in my surroundings. And that was what I needed in that moment rather than, you know, forcing myself to listen to that podcast because I usually do listen to it on my walk. And that's my one time for that bit of, you know, self-development and podcast listening. So I think leaning into what feels good and yeah, how you can use those moments a bit more effective um, can be really powerful, but it's a big shift to make. Yeah. 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 Well, I think too, it means that you have to listen to yourself and that requires self-trust yes. of what you yeah. need. Yeah. And mm. I think it's the one thing we can take for granted, but it's the most important thing because that's going to change because mm. as human beings, we're cyclic. The energy around us is cyclic. So yeah. if we're not listening to the changes, then we're just going to, again, we go, we, we, it's like rinse and repeat and that's not what life's all about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I love that. Do you have any um, maybe little journal prompts or an activity that people might be able to try or engage in throughout June to, you know, really harness this energy and, and feel like they're completely embodying it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hang on. Can I just get them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, put you on the spot with that one. <laughs> I, here's what I prepared earlier. No, I've actually got some really yeah. good ones, No, it was funny because just... someone messaged me being like, oh, can you get some activities? And I'm like, oh, I did put something in the mindset magic, but I think maybe like if people aren't listening to the solo apps as well. Yeah, cool. Easy. Okay. All right. Hang on. Let me bring this up. I actually have a full list. So I'll pick mm-hmm. a couple that are related to the energy. I love it. Yep. Go for it. Amazing. Okay. So a couple of questions. These ones are more associated as we start the month of June. And then I'll give you a couple that will be what you could maybe lean in towards the back end of June. So essentially the first couple of questions are associated with Gemini season. And then I can give you a couple that Mm -hmm. are related to cancer season. So what I would suggest like leaning into and asking yourself is what would give me the most joy? what's going to give me the most joy right now in my life? You know, uh, do you have a lot of joy in your life? Is there an opportunity for you to create more? Or are you spending time doing some things Mm -hmm. that you are probably not enjoying? And the next question is, which will help you to ascertain that, is what are you wasting your time with? Because like Gemini season teaches us to live in the moment and enjoy it and have some fun and flirty playfulness. Mm. So you know, what is taking you away from that or what might be wasting your time? Now, when it comes to kind of moving into cancer season, which we will do on the 22nd of June, 
is the biggest question I always say and encourage you to ask yourself is like, how am I taking care of myself? And that will be very customized to you because everybody's lives is yes. different. So some people might have this really robust 10-step mm-hmm. routine. Um, other people, it yeah. might be like that stolen moment of a cup of tea in the morning, but really asking yourself, yeah. like, how am I taking care of myself? And the other thing that I would invite you to explore is if you had all the self-belief in the world, what would you do? Because cancer Ooh, That's a invite- big one. Yeah. right because cancer is associated with our internal world and it also represents safety and security so there could be an opportunity maybe right to explore your beliefs but more importantly your self-belief in yourself uh, because it could help to expand your horizons whoa that is big (laughs) when you said that I was like whoa (laughs) I feel like if there was a visual it would be like you know that emoji that Instagram um that little emoji where it's like the brain swapping out (laughs) that's how I felt when you said that because I was like that's a big juicy question and I'm like whoa you'd have to sit with that for a really long time I think because self-beliefs are big like it's a big pillar isn't it you know like it's something that everyone struggles with at the end of the day you know it's something that we all need to we're all I guess working on in some even I feel like the most the people that we would assume are the most confident and have the best inner self-belief would still have doubts and fears and worries and you know it's just human instincts so um that's a really cool one I love that question I have big ones like that, but I was like, <laughs> if anybody actually ever wants me to like hit them with some big ones, just slide up in my DMs because that was actually one yes. of the things that I did learn. Like, you know, I'm an astrologer, but I have done a coaching certification. And so that was one of the biggest things is like, how do we ask powerful questions? How do we ask the things that are hugely mm. thought provoking? But I'm being honest, sometimes they can be really scary and they can also feel like a lot. And so a nicer way to maybe ask that question if it feels quite big and it feels overwhelming is just asking yourself where am I holding myself back where am I dimming yeah, okay. my light yeah that does feel a lot where more gentle doesn't it yeah where am I yeah. dimming light yeah yeah where definitely am I stopping myself from shining? and am I right in saying like it's almost like using that question in a way of knowing that you will continue to evolve as well like it doesn't need to be like take the pressure off yourself by thinking that it has to be the end result. It's like what you feel now knowing that you that will continue to evolve as you continue to evolve as a person. I think sometimes those questions, I've allowed them to feel really overwhelming because it's like, oh, when I put this pen to paper, like this is it. This is like, it's like my one chance to write this. But it's like now it's like knowing that, you know, in every given moment I have the opportunity to change and to evolve and to have a new desired version of me you are a completely different person than you were yesterday just like you're a completely different person than you probably mm. were you this morning so it is nothing yeah. ever stays the same and so like I know for mm. me I love putting my goals down on paper and I love like having a vision board and I do all those things because mm. it helps me to dream up what's possible but that changes a lot 
that's why I'm actually not yeah. somebody that does five-year plans. I will not do a five-year plan or a 10-year plan because mm. what I think can happen is you kind of put a glass ceiling on your potential. And so you have to be open yes. to things changing or your dreams changing or being open to go, you know what, this is where I'm holding myself back today, but there's no reason why mm. I can't go out and learn that skill today or get that inspiration hit. And then tomorrow it's a completely different perspective that I have. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love what you say too about those glass ceilings because I think we, like, it's so easy to put them on over ourselves. So that's a really cool way of looking at it. Yeah. 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 And that's why answering those questions, like you can explore mm. it if you feel cool to do it, but don't think that, that your answer, once that's down on paper, that's the end. Like you might answer yeah. it again in yep. a month and it might be completely different based on how you feel in that moment. Yeah, I love that. So I guess if people do want to dive more into these heavier hitting questions, where can they hit you up? Yeah, so come and find me on Instagram at Christy Gray. Um, if you don't want to slide up in my DMs, because I know not everybody wants to do that, but I please like come and have a conversation <laughs> with me. If you actually like scroll through my page, you will find a post. It's a carousel, um, which would have been in March. And it actually says... 10 questions to ask yourself before the astrological new year and they are the 10 questions okay. I get my clients to answer for me the ones I work with on a longer period of time but they are the ones mm -hmm. that I actually visit revisit on a six monthly basis there's some big juicy okay. questions to get you started yes oh that's amazing Dave, thank you so much for your time. As always, I love, love, love being in your energy and presence. Thank you. And yeah, bring on June, baby, I say. <laughs> Let's do this. We definitely need some new energy and I'm super grateful for you. And I'm so grateful that we get to record this when the, the, the cosmic forces aren't so spicy. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so, because we were going to record this a few weeks ago. I'm so glad we didn't. So energy is definitely so much nicer today. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review.